Star jump sequence terminates, Captain. Get the gravitational dampers online and open the blast aye, shield. Aye, sir. Bring us in closer. Aye, aye, sir. Moving us in on sublight drive. Extreme magnification. Aye, sir. The center of the galaxy. And there's our black hole. The experience of a lifetime, Captain. Let me put this on audio. We should be able to hear the magnetic resonance field. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. The edge of time and space where the impossible can happen. Welcome to the event horizon. Good morning, or afternoon, or evening, whatever is relevant for the part of the world you are in. Indeed, welcome to the Event Horizon, where the impossible happens. Join us each week at this time as we delve into the worlds of science fiction, fantasy, and science fact in all their forms. I am your co-host, Gene Turnbow, and with me is the other co-host... Susan Fox. And we have two people on the other end of the wire this evening... One of them is Mary Jo Peel, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. You are. And uh, the other person is Gary DeBaum, our morning DJ. Welcome to the show, both of you. Thank hey. you. So, um, yeah. So, comedian, screenwriter, and now, you know, uh, mad scientist, and now producer. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it sounds so impressive, doesn't it? It does. We all sound good on paper, don't we? Yeah, it sounds like yeah. one of those Buckaroo Bonsai moments. You know? <laughs> it's uh, um, for those of you who don't know who Mary Jo Peel is, and <laughs> if you are a, a fan of sci- old sci-fi movies at all, you should know she is. Uh, she was Pearl Forrester on Mystery Science Theater 3000. And more importantly, one of the uh, staff writers throughout the mm-hmm. show. One of the writers, right. So, uh, so this is Hilarity pretty... abounds anywhere near this woman. Oh, listen to you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, every so often in the, in the uh, MST3K snark was were comments about the renaissance festival Mm -hmm. and i have the feeling that somehow this informs your new project which is operating under the the working title of renfest Mm -hmm. well i I don't know that actually they're they're really different we've had some people um uh, point out that we did make fun uh, of, of Renaissance festivals on the show, and my defense of that is that we made fun of everything on Mystery Science Theater 3000. And Renfest is we're trying to launch a um, situation workplace comedy uh, based at the Renaissance Festival. And if you look at the at the mini trailer or the the mini pilot that we did, uh, hopefully it has come across that we tried to treat it with a lot of affection and really embrace that world. 
Well, if you it, can't laugh at yourself, why are you breathing? Uh, <laughs> right. So what we are talking about is a Kickstarter for this new uh, comedy TV show project. It's called Renfest. It's, at least ostensibly it's called Renfest. Yes. Uh, it's a working uh, title Kickstarter.com slash projects slash Renfest slash Renfest. And um, um, it looks it looks like a lot of fun. Now, having been around the medieval renaissance scene for years since college, I am finding this hilarious. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Oh, gosh, yes. This stuff. We need to put this out to that community. And you, we will make up the, the, the shortfall in funds in no time. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? That would that would be great because... Um, yeah, because we're really excited the pro- about the project. We're really proud of it. Uh, you're very kind. I'm so glad it resonated that way with you. Yes, yes, it did. And I think... Are you kidding? This Renaissance Fair uh, uh, internal politics thing as a backdrop for comedy, it practically writes itself. Yes, well, we want to keep our jobs, so we don't like to say that. But, but we do think that it's a this really great world. We did we did the pilot and the um, uh, the mini pilot and the the trailer at the Minnesota Renaissance Festival. They've been very kind and cooperative and very enthusiastic about the project. And uh, like I say, it was our intent to really showcase that world and if people think we're making fun of it i like i invite them to look at the trailer because it's really Mm -hmm. about a clash of cultures and the lead character is trying to impose her culture on this uh this group of people and they'll have none of it and that's the beauty of it (laughs) Uh uh-huh no we haven't experienced this before have we Uh, Mistress sorry. Laurel Seamchecker <laughs> explains it all I, at you. I wouldn't know. I've never attended a Renfest, so what? Know. Never? Never? Mm. Truly? Truly? I'm. I'm. Yeah. I know. <laughs> no, no. I'm not. I'm not coming down on you. I'm just curious. I, it's like it's like it's. I lead a boring life in reality, and um, I just, <laughs> I'm just awesome on the radio. But no, I've never. Um, we need to get him out of the honest, recording booth. I don't. I don't. I don't even know if uh, there is a Renaissance festival near where I live. Yes, dear. Yes, up. dear. There is. Okay, I'm sure there is. <laughs> I will. We can fix I will. this. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. From steampunk to Renaissance. All right. Not such a big jump if you think about it. It's. It's just how you imagine the past to be, not as it was, but as it should have been. Isn't that how we always view the past? <laughs> yeah, we forget. We it's forget the the, uh, you, you know, like, the plague and the and the racism and the beatings and the you know and the, oh, okay, and the rickets okay, and the okay, lack okay, of sanitation. Convention, right? Hmm? Huh? Today's politics, right? Only with pick more. Your, pick your side. Pick only your with side. more mud. <laughs> yeah, mud slinging with real mud. Yeah, there's certain problems I didn't have, like. Nobody has to try and drive a car in a hoop skirt anymore. <laughs> you That's laugh. a good way to look at it. You laugh. I tried it. Boy, did that not work. 
<laughs> I can't just have this mental picture of this hoop skirt in your face while you're trying to That's steer the exactly car. That's exactly what I pictured, where it flips up just right in front of her face. And and you would be right. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a visual for you. There's a reason, there's a reason why I went right, earlier, that, uh, period. If, right? if Mary Jo doesn't use that, I'm going to use that. So, uh, Feel I'll free. <laughs> Feel free. Yeah, I can just, uh, you know... Doesn't I, work I, well in plate armor either, but at least I, you can reach the pedals. Yeah, I can just picture you, Gary, in your hoop skirt. It's <laughs> hey, I'm talking about riding. <laughs> oh, I see. My mistake. Uh, wait, just wait. Yeah. No, listen. Yeah. My friend Maggie could make him a course that would put two scoops of vanilla even on him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We're sort of wandering far afield. We're giving you free material here, Barry. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, how did you end up as a comedy writer in the first place? Oh wow! Where was going, where going was your history. where was yeah? Let's, the origin let's go back. Story. The origin oh, story. Well, um, I when I graduated from college, I kept trying to get a real job. And thinking that that's what you had to do. And I kept getting fired and laid off from jobs. And I was at this job where this uh, a guy that I worked with uh, was doing open stages. And this would have been the comedy boom in the late 80s, early 90s, at least in the Twin Cities, which is where mm-hmm. I live. And um, he encouraged me to put together a couple of minutes of material and dragged me to an open stage. And I got up there and I remembered maybe a minute of it, but you know, I kind of got hooked and I did a couple of open stages and I started to get work right away. And not because I was that good, but just because they had so many rooms they wanted to fill. I mean, every Every place was making a comedy room for itself, you know, mm-hmm. the church basement, you know, the the buffet down the street. And then I had an opportunity to, um, pardon me, audition for Mystery Science Theater. And I didn't even have a TV. I was so, I was both broke and, uh, you know, an ascetic. Like, I didn't want that in my mm-hmm. household. So I had never seen it. And they brought me out. But I had done comedy with those guys for several years. And I went in for a two-week audition. And um, at the end of that two weeks, and I was so excited because I thought, oh, I don't have to go on the road anymore. I'd been doing the road for several years by that point. And by the end of the two weeks, nobody said anything. So I assumed I didn't get the job. But I said, I am going to be really professional about this. And I went around to everyone and I said, thank you so much for this opportunity. And I I swear, you guys, they had forgotten I was there. So you can see what an impact I made oh dear. on the group. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh dear. And that – but the rest was history. And, and now you're – you are a uh, – Nobody can think about MST3K without thinking of the the character you created, Pearl Forrester. Is that true? Do you think that's true? I, I think it's absolutely true. Absolutely. Sure, it's true. Oh, in our house. I mean, I've been I've been a fan since uh, the second season. And so I know uh with Pearl Forrester, you were also uh was it Jan in the Pan? Yes. That was hilarious. And, oh, and, and, and you were you were magic voice for a while? Yes, mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's uh, 
But like I said, I, I was it, it was one of my favorite shows. So you know, that's how I know I know everybody. <laughs> wow, that's really cool. Yeah, I uh, I was really fortunate. Uh, e- e- my talent or lack thereof, notwithstanding. Uh, there are a lot of really talented, smart people in doing comedy and jobs like that don't come along every day. So I really, I really lucked out. I'll tell you what. Well, they captured lightning in a bottle because everybody likes snarking at movies with their friends. And this was like the best friends ever. <laughs> oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. You had a, you had a real on-screen chemistry with, with, uh, with the rest of the with cast. people that you didn't even have to be in the same room with, which is better still. Well, was well, that was we, that uh, was that you know, weird? We, not- we were all friends. We all pretty much got along, so that oh. made it a lot easier. But we were all having fun. That that makes it so easy. Was that uh, weird? Like coming in and doing your shots, and nobody else was. You know, you didn't see the rest of the cast most of the time. Um, I'm not sure. I know what you mean. Well, you were on. Uh, you're not on the. You're, you weren't on the spaceship. You were on. You know, in the car chasing them or whatever. You weren't. Your scenes were were on a different oh, yeah. set and a yeah, di- could but, have been on a different like, day. Like Bobo and Brain Guy were there. That's true. <laughs> That's you know. true. <laughs> you know, you I'd know. I've forgotten those characters every, that I just. <laughs> every every everybody Bobo needs a Bobo. Guy. My son, when he comes when he comes down for visits, we binge watch MST3K. Oh, that's so cool! I just we'll just you've raised him right. Yeah, we'll just we'll just sit in the living room and uh, uh, get big bowls of popcorn and coke and just go through episode after episode. Oh, I want to come over. That sounds like fun. <laughs> well, you'd be most welcome. Um, so uh, you were involved in writing the scripts as well. Yes. Uh, and how did that precede your appearance on screen or did that uh yeah, was did, was that an outgrowth of it? Yeah, I started out as a writer and then we always kept things really pretty much in-house uh for ease and because we were lazy. So, <laughs> you know, you'll see anybody who we could, you know, drag out from the the prop team or whomever. And um, I think, I can't remember what the first thing I did was. Maybe it was Jan in the pan, but it was because I was I was there. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, so then that led to a couple of other things. And I think then I was Trace's mother, I think. I can't remember the sequence of them all. But, yeah, I kind of, I kind of folded into doing those various and, roles. And then, and then his character uh, left the show, or he, he left the show. Right. And that puts you basically in charge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call, don't like how I drive? Call 1-800-MWAHAHA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was just classic stuff, it was watching Pearl chase that ship in that blue car. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> Cars in space. Um. So. Uh, so that brings us. I to guess the, I, to the new project. Yeah. How did how did this new project become assembled? How did it become a thing? Well, a fellow by the name of Jeff Stonehouse, who was the director of photography for Mystery Science Theater. Uh, for many years, um, 
always had this bug in his his uh, bee in his bonnet about getting us. <laughs> I know what uh, she was going to say. <laughs> There's a bug in his ear or a bee in his bonnet or both. I know. I I, I got confused. <laughs> a bug up his butt. Where that can I say that? I was so uh, not going. No, there. he's great. I love the man and. So last, um, we talked about it several years ago, thinking, what is this? Is it a documentary, a mockumentary? Mm -hmm. And then uh, I was living in Austin, Texas. Uh, Trace was in um, uh, Los Angeles. We ended up moving back within a couple of years of each other and reconnected with Jeff. Jeff got us together, I think January of 2015 it would have been, and with some other people that he knew in his world, and we started really honing in on what it was. And it, it took us um, close to a year to figure out w- what it was and write the, the concept and the treatment. And then we ended up, excuse me, <coughs> we ended up shooting at the Minnesota Renaissance Festival last autumn. And uh, it's been a labor of love and getting six people together, um, many of whom don't know each other and haven't worked together before, has been really interesting and challenging in a really good way. I'm really proud of the end result. But, But to answer your question, the short answer is you never can say no to Jeff Stonehouse because he's so enthusiastic, he's so positive, he's got a vision, so... It all came together so far. It, so, it sounds like a great deal of fun. It sounds like he, Jeff is uh, one of those people with infectious enthusiasm. Yeah, he's really great. So, um, so you, it it took a while for the uh, for the concept to actually gel and and uh, uh, make itself known to you as a cohesive whole. Yeah, what a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. this is. We talked about it for months mm-hmm. and months, and we kept having meetings. And I swear, if I was going to have to have another meeting, mm-hmm. you know how it is like, oh, with the meetings. Yeah, but it's, it's, thankfully, it's a creative project. So. Yeah. It's, you're one lab accident away from being a supervillain at that point. And <laughs> she, she already did that. Oh, that's, that's true. Oh, that's true. Oh, okay. We're ta- that's. I'm sorry. Timeline. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's beginnings. Her. She can, uh, you know. <laughs> stories have a middle and an end and a beginning, and I'm constantly and, and. getting them mixed up. <laughs> okay, you're a time lord. That's that explains everything. So, um, so how many writers does this? Uh, how many writers do you have? And um, and can we play? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love it. Yeah. Um, there are, I think we were all writers. We we were all so crucial or, you, you know, critical in forming the idea and people would come up with stuff that uh, got written into it. And Sean Otto was, is the um, head writer and he took all this material and shaped it into something and uh, then Trace, myself, Joe Shock, who was also the director, um, we actually sat down in writing meetings to hammer this out. And Sean took it all and went away and came out with a cohesive piece that he kept rewriting and rewriting when stuff wouldn't work and mm-hmm. when we were actually on the premises. So 
working on the fly while the Renaissance Festival was going on. So, uh, yeah, that that's the writing team. So the um, working on the see, I've, are I, these also the cast members? Uh, Traces and Joe's the director. Jeff shot it, and uh, Paul Sadegi did post at Pixel Farms. And uh, then there's Trace. I mean, um, Dave Gruber Allen, who wasn't part of the creative team or the creation team, but uh, we called him. He's a friend of ours, and we said we want you in on this action. So you've got to see it for Dave Gruber Allen. I remember Gruber. It's the Higgins Boys and Gruber, right? That's right. Oh. Yeah, I, I watched a show on Comedy Channel. That was great. Wow. They showed they showed episodes of Supercar and Clutch Cargo, which has always been a creepy cartoon. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that that but, sucker but just the, gave me nightmares. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I did see the trailer and I saw Gruber in it, and he's he's kind of like um, what I don't want to say nemesis. But well, he's 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 like the director of the festival, and he's been forced to hire this woman to bring authenticity to the Renaissance Festival. So there's there's one clash to begin with, and uh, so how much of a nemesis he'll turn out to be, we shall see. <laughs> <laughs> so when uh, you're when- and and I also. Uh, one that really got me excited and hoping this gets successful is you also got Frank Conniff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's comedy gold right there. Right on. Yeah. We're excited about that. So when you're writing uh comedy scenes, is it, I mean, do you go through uh, iterations where it looks good on paper and it sounds funny in your head, but you try it and it, doesn't work and you end up having to rewrite it on the spot because well, this of that? Is what or? table reads are for. I mean, there's a lot of layers before it even gets to, you know, in front of a camera. Yeah, I, I, that's absolutely true. And even then, um, I still don't always have a feel for it because when it's gone through so many iterations, you can really lose yourself in it and you can really forget what was funny about it in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then when we were shooting it in, in this instance, when we were shooting it at the Renaissance festival, we had this whole crew there. And when you're in the middle of doing it, you can see people's faces, you can get a read on it. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, I, I don't know if you guys have experienced that, but you you can lose you lose sight of it because for me anyway, it's really instinctual and on the fly. And if I start examining it too much, uh, I forget what I was writing in the first place. I mean, I'm doing riff tracks with Bridget Jones Nelson, mm-hmm. and uh, I write alone on those. And you rewrite and you rewrite, but you're working all alone. So when we go and we start reading through the script, I will look at a line and wonder, what the hell did I mean by that? (laughs) It must have made me laugh at Uh some point. And then I'll turn to Bridget and I'll say, do you know what I meant by this? (laughs) No. (laughs) That was my question. Does she? (laughs) <laughs> sometimes, sometimes because she knows me so well, but she's also really great about saying, "I think I know what you meant, but I don't think it's working." So, that's that's funny. Okay, 
that sort makes of answered my better. question. It makes me feel well, I hope better. so. Good. Yeah, it's. Uh, um, so how do we put this in front of the the real Renaissance Festival people and make them give you money? Oh, bless your heart. Well, I think it's sharing it. I think it's, um, you know, if you need to get out of your home right now and start going door to door in your neighborhood. Okay. Start knocking on doors. <laughs> we'll do that. Tweet it. Facebook it. Uh, put up a billboard. Um, whatever you can do, we would be so grateful. We've had so much great response from um, Renfesters and uh, so uh, all the ancillary groups, mm-hmm. and it's it's thrilling to get that positive feedback and um, just just watching Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and whatever you kids are doing these days, it's. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's, it's We're connecting. Kids. We're kids. We just don't have the funds yet, so we need your help. Um, just you know, if you if someone spots a, a set of armor they recognize on eBay, the SCA is all over them. You know, yeah, that gets around that, the yeah, world very, in, in thirty minutes. Very oh, well really? Connected. Oh yeah, that's fascinating. Got n- whole whole networks of people. And because that armor is generally handmade and it's generally unique. Right, right. So the the community is so cross connected. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, how did we really have? How did we have a Middle Ages before the internet? I know. <laughs> Specifically <laughs> before thinking? Facebook. No, we have we have uh, yeah we use the phone. That's what that's the answer to that question. Yeah, but <laughs> like um, everybody else, I, I imagine you must be getting a good deal of support from the MST3K fandom. And yes, the, very and, much. Yes, you know they call themselves Misties. Yes, Dave Gruber <laughs> Allen coined that phrase. Hello, I'm one. Oh, did he? Always been cool. One. Yeah. Yep. Blame Gruber. Okay. Yeah, I I just discovered that the fandom had a name about two weeks ago. Oh, so really? Was, oh, that's yeah. so funny. Yeah, he came up with um, uh, MST3K, and then from there came Misty's. Yeah, that's, play Misty for me. Oh, that's so strange. <laughs> just, uh, just the idea that I'm talking to. <laughs> Pearl Forrester. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm just fan going gir- squee. I'm fangirling. <laughs> I'm definitely fangirling right now. You know, and I'm 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 going to be sixty this Christmas, so you know, no illusions about you know being a kid. But I'm just uh, this is this is such a kick. <laughs> really so what sweet. else is Thanks up? Thanks for having me on. So what else is up? What can you tell us? What do you mean? How many like episodes it. do you intend to do on this? Is it is it intended for television or for the internet? Is it? Uh, we're really hoping it's uh, for some version of television. Whether it's we really feel like it would be a good Netflix uh, mm-hmm. fit or um, Amazon fit. Uh, we'll take television, sure thing. Uh, we see it as a half hour uh, uh, episodic comedy. Um, I'm sorry, what was the rest of your question? That was it, pretty much. Okay. Because <laughs> you said what else is MS, up, and I was MST3K uh, started off as uh, it was local. something on public cable. It was, it was community, community you know, cable, cable service. Yeah. No, no, it was a... Um, it was a local cha- channel, but it wasn't community. Okay, it was, it a, was a local, local channel. They have their pride. <laughs> Pardon? 
said you had your pride. <laughs> well, I wasn't there when it started. Oh, that's so. true. Your friend got pride. off the ground. So yay. Yeah. That's... So I say this show would be a great palate cleanser to put on right after Game of Thrones. Don't you think? Could oh, you imagine? God, yes. Wouldn't that be excellent? Oh yes, that would be that would be really excellent. Okay, I'm putting that in my Facebook. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I, uh, I don't think uh, I don't think we're going to be watching Pearl Forrester come out of the fire naked, though. That's it's not. I knew you for, went for there. everybody's benefit. Please, no. <laughs> you went for the there. sake of everyone. Let's go. <laughs> You can have a Gene, s- sometimes you come up with some great ideas, and then there's that. <laughs> you always have yeah. a stunt butt anyway. It's never your butt. So, um, oh, gosh. So uh, you shoot on, uh, you shoot using video, obviously, um, like everybody else does. No, they days. use peanut butter. Well, peanut butter. I've tried shooting on peanut butter. It's kind of sticky in the. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, I think I think we're probably about done. I, yeah, I mean, I think we might be. No, I'm just listening. <laughs> just listening. Yeah, I mean, I just, uh, uh, I. It, it is not often that I get flustered before the microphone. <laughs> Well, because of, I'm because honored. The, yeah, because because of, <laughs> I'm honored to fluster you. <laughs> His son is gonna go bananas. Oh, wait till he sees this. This is <laughs> wait till he hears this. This one. you know, high school graduation this week, and it will pale besides your being. You're talking to her. Wow, it will. Stupid. He's a fanboy. Raised him right. Um. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> Uh, thank you for joining us on this week's episode of The Event Horizon. My and pleasure. Thanks again, you guys. And I just really appreciate the opportunity to blab with you and talk about the project. And thanks very much. We'll have all the information on our uh, on uh, the announcement article for the show on our website, where you will find a link for the Kickstarter. Thank you. And, and maybe is, I should say it right now. You know what? Yes, I keep talking let's about do the project, that. Let's and do then that. I forget to tell people where to go. What it is, yeah. So you can go to renfest.tv or renfestivity.com. Renfestivity.com, and it will take you right to the Kickstarter and tell you more about the project. And we encourage you as listeners to throw in a few bucks, you know. I will. It, yeah, and uh, let's get this thing made because it has to be made. Thank yes, you. Yes. Words too. Oh, I think so too. Oh yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, I, I just, I just wish I had the. Uh, where is it? Because um, I don't make a lot of money. Sorry. No. Just, yeah. Just for yeah. the. Just, just, just an apology for, right? for not making a lot of money, <laughs> sir. <laughs> please. Hi. Right. I want to do. I wanted to pledge to ten thousand dollars for the writer credit. You know. <laughs> Oh rats! Yeah. Oh well, but um, but yeah, but lots lots of good uh, perks in there for you for if you can't. Oh, what are the goodies? I forgot to ask. Uh, I don't have it in front of me. Oh, sorry. oh I do. Oh, <laughs> it just so that sounds like a perfect setup. Well, I do. Yeah, uh, if you pledge two hundred or more, you can get uh, an official poster with the DVD. 
your name in the credits and a physical version of the Renfest poster signed by Len Peralta. I hope I'm pronouncing Peralta? that right. Peralta? Uh, Peralta? Oh, it's it's an L, not an I. Okay, I need better reading glasses. Uh, if you pledge 300 or more, you get a book signing package. Um, they let me or, sign the book? Cool. Yeah, yeah, there are two different versions of that. Uh, and right, it goes up. It's You have a bunch of different levels of perks going up. Let's see. On, oh, there's a walk, for, there's five, for, five, for 500, you get an edit day with the director and the editor. If you are a budding filmmaker, you can sit alongside... Uh, uh, you can sit alongside the editor, and uh, the editor will give you valuable insights over your own film project. Where was oh. this when I was in film school? This is yeah, cool I want to do that one. That sounds like fun. But I want him to do all the work. For, I just <laughs> oh, for seven hundred bucks, you could become a production peasant, uh, intern, intern. Been there, <laughs> done that. You'd actually actually work on the show, and you know it's you. This sounds funny. It's like I'm paying you to work on for to let me work on this. Well, to be frank, opportunities to work on cool stuff like this with with uh, people who are in pivotal positions. This is one of those pivotal moments in time that if you can get in on it, you want to be there. You want to be at that moment because your future as a filmmaker, could pivot on this. And why not? I mean, this is what people go to film school for and spend a hell of a lot more money doing that. So compared to that, 700 bucks is pretty cheap. Oh, my God. I feel like you just did a pledge break. That was so beautifully <laughs> articulated. Your voice was perfect. I was swept away and ready to call. <laughs> KTPT here in the Twin Cities <laughs> to donate to pledge money. Whatever Get he's talking about, bag. I want in. Anyway, the pledges go, there are a lot of pledges, pledge yeah, levels. There's some, and there's some goes, lower than the prices. Just, uh, yeah, it goes up, it, it goes up to, uh, it goes up to 10,000 bucks. And it is as low as, I'm going to go to the other end, uh, 10 bucks. You, know, you, you get can, enough you ten can, bucks. If you've people, got you ten bucks, it. if you've got ten bucks, and you want to be a part of this, you can be. You know, you can you can have the pride of saying, "I helped make this happen." Yeah. So, I think that's I think it's important to be able to do that. Yeah, it's a really interesting time we're living in, where <laughs> um, you know I feel like it's kind of the new patronage system where we people get to be creative with the help of everybody else you know mm -hmm. it's it's really interesting and hey we need your help for this project we want to put people to work we want to create so thank you for this opportunity yes it's it was an opportunity for us that's for sure and thank you so much for being on the show uh, I'm your host, Gene Turnbow. I am your other host, Susan Fox. Our guest has been Mary Jo Peel, formerly of MST3K and working on the new Renfest comedy series. And our other guest uh, with us has been Gary DeBaum, our morning DJ. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Susan. Thanks, Gene. 
Thank you for joining us this evening for episode 137 of Krypton Radio's weekly production of The Event Horizon for May 28, 2016, with your hosts, Susan L. Fox and Gene Turnbow. Our guest this evening was Mary Jo Peel, writer for Mystery Science Theater 3000, who also played Pearl Forrester. And we were also joined by Krypton Radio DJ Gary DeBaum. Miss Peel was here to talk about her new geek comedy TV project, Renfest. This episode will air again on May 29th, 2016 at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, and at 4 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern on Tuesday and the following Saturday. Once all the airtimes have passed, you will find this episode and others as downloads on KryptonRadio.com and on iTunes and Stitcher as podcasts. If you're an author or other creator and would like to be on the show, please contact our production manager, Cat Carter, at catcarter at kryptonradio.com. If you would like to become a patron of the Geeky Arts, we would love to have you. You can do so for as little as $1 to $5 a month. Please visit patreon.com slash kryptonradio to join the Krypton Radio family of listeners. This is really important to keep our radio station on the air, so please do so. The Event Horizon title sequence was written and produced by Jim Turnbow. The science officer was played by Mark Schermeister. The engineer was played by Christian B. McGuire. The navigator was Christine Cherry. And the captain was voiced by legendary science fiction writer Terry Hibbert. This program and its contents, except where provided by others, are copyright 2016 by Krypton Media Group Incorporated. The Event Horizon. It's sci-fi for your Wi-Fi. <laughs>